0: So today I'm talking about confidence in leadership or specifically how leaders can become more confident. And there's a couple of fallacies I want to put to rest first, because I'm not sure that we're talking about confidence when we're talking about confidence a hundred percent of the time. So first of all, I think it's pretty prevalent that Leaders don't talk about this. You get to a certain level of authority, a title, or a certain amount of time in your position, and you think you need to have all of the answers and always be confident in the decisions and the direction that you're going. But the truth is that if the business organization is growing or the personalities are changing because new people come in and older people leave or retire or what have you, the dynamics are always going to be changing. So the types of conversations are going to change and the challenges are going to change because... We're not stagnant and our businesses aren't stagnant. So just because you've been there for decades doesn't mean that you know what to do moving forward. So first I want to define confidence because confidence comes from competence, which means you've done this before and you know you can. So if you're upset with yourself because you don't have confidence in something, a particular situation you have to address, ask yourself how many times you've addressed it in the past because chances are good it hasn't come up very often or you'd already be confident at it. Now, there's a few things that can Get in our way and cause us to pause when we, you know, we're feeling that self doubt or hesitation or wondering if we're able to make the right decision. I mean, obviously, there may be more due diligence needed, and you know when that's necessary. But if you have the tools you need to do it, The wisdom and understanding and whatnot, and you're still questioning or doubting yourself. There's very likely something going on with self esteem. Now, quickly, just to clarify, self esteem is what's going to get you through new situations where you haven't been able to develop confidence yet so that you have confidence at it. So self-esteem is your inner understanding of your own worth and value. And it's tricky because if you are showing up confidently in the workplace, because you've been doing it a while, of course, you're going to think that there is no self-esteem issue there. And I don't mean to hurt anyone's feelings by implying there is, but this comes up a lot. So I'm just suggesting that you consider it as a blind spot. It's actually between 80 and 90% of the adult population has an issue sometimes with self-esteem. So it's something to be aware of. And that's a topic for another day. The other thing you can dig into is, is there some kind of bigger fear underlying this? Am I afraid of failure or other people's judgment? And there's a myriad of other types of fears that could be going on, but is that under your doubt and your inability to make a decision when you need to, or maybe you are struggling with speaking up in meetings like you would like to be able to. So just take a look at that and see what is underneath keeping you stuck. And don't just assume that it is a confidence issue. Because once you start speaking up in meetings, you will develop the confidence to continue doing it. Okay, so now I want to give you some tangible takeaways other than looking at or evaluating your self-esteem if you're feeling a lack of confidence in the workplace. If you are someone who's new in a position or a new role, this is pretty common and to be expected that you're not feeling confident. So I have some suggestions for you to move things along so you can feel confident a little more quickly. The first one, and you may not want to hear this because you're already learning all of the technical aspects of a new job, but the first thing you need to jump on is developing yourself. Leaders grow themselves intentionally. And that means you have to have a really strong understanding of your own strengths, weaknesses, motivators, and potential blind spots. So this is something I cover when I do disc assessments with clients. And it's a great tool, not just for understanding yourself, but how you can relate better with others, which will also help your confidence. So something like that, so you're really solid on what you need to work on and then develop a plan for yourself to improve in those areas. That is a big confidence booster to know where you're strong and what you're doing to fill in the gaps. The other area, and this is also kind of being self-aware, the other area you want to look at is emotional intelligence, especially when it comes to being aware of your own emotions and being able to regulate your own emotions. So, one of the places that communication breaks down the most and there can be conflict the most often is when emotions are raised, negative emotions, you know, when there's flare ups in the office. So, it's ideal and a real confidence booster for you. If you are someone who knows how to regulate their own emotions. So if something happens that's upsetting, you don't have to react in an inappropriate or unprofessional manner. You can be the diplomatic one that's able to, you know, clear the chaos and move things forward. Really really empowering skill to have. So if you're not someone right now who can regulate feelings of high stress or anger or other negative reactions in the work environment, reach out to me. I have some tools for that as well. The other thing you can do is ask for feedback. It's really hard to start a new job and not know or a new position in you know some kind of new responsibilities and not know how you're doing according to the higher ups and a lot of organizations are not great at giving reviews unfortunately so the only way for you to know and gain confidence in that area is by asking and the sooner you do that the better because you don't want to develop habits doing things in a way that aren't ideal for your boss or organization. So the sooner you get that feedback, the better. And if it's really positive feedback, that's going to buoy your confidence. And if it's not positive feedback, the sooner you know it, the better. So you can fix what's not working. The other thing I highly recommend is hiring a coach. And this is really good for helping you see your blind spots. And other potential perspectives when you're feeling stuck, and it can also be a confidence booster. The other thing you may want to consider is having a couple of peers, not from the organization you're in, but people in similar positions elsewhere that you can talk to when you just want an ear to run something by somebody and you don't want to ask your boss. And of course, you can't ask your staff for their opinion, perhaps. So sometimes I've found that peers or maybe a mastermind group is really, really a confidence booster. It's really helpful to have someone to bounce ideas off of. The other thing I want to encourage you to do, and this is not in an excessive, needy way, but it's okay to ask for help and for other people's opinions. And just because you're in a position of leadership, do not feel like you have to always know all of the answers. Now, you don't want to come across, obviously, as someone who doesn't trust themselves and their ability to make decisions. But I think that in most organizations, the senior personnel there anyway, like to be included and have their opinions asked for. And it could help you, especially if you're navigating in a new environment, to be able to have that help or another person's opinion. So every organization and structure is different, but that's something to consider and see if that's an option where you are. The other thing I'm going to recommend that you consider the place that you need to get to if you are weighing. Different decisions or trying to make a decision. You may need to get to the point where, after weighing the different options, you're okay with the fact that you may be wrong because you've never been here before and you're at a crossroads. And if the decision of the possibility of being wrong isn't worse than not making any decision at all, Which, you know, not making a decision is a decision. Then you need to be okay with that because we can't be right a hundred percent of the time. There is risk involved in businesses and some of the courses we need to navigate. So that's something to keep in mind. And that could go back again to what I started out talking about with self-esteem if you struggle with this area and the possibilities of being wrong now and then. Okay, so I hope you had a couple of good takeaways from today's conversation. And as always, I'd love to hear your comments, ah ahas, or other tips you found useful in your work life. Let me hear from you. Thanks for tuning in today. I appreciate you being here.